Hello, welcome to Arcade Couch, best place to do your friends. Yeah, gaming goodness each and every Monday. My name's Dom Blight. Joining me on the couch this week, Ashley Holdway. Hey, John, excited to be here, but disappointed we're not going to get Chris Pratt's voice coming out of the Italian plumber's body this Christmas season. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, so before we recorded, Kieran's like, <laughs> I'll see you, Kieran Mantra, by the way. Um, uh, yep, yep. Mm-hmm, yep mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, before we start recording, Karen's like, wasn't there some like big news story or something being delayed? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then Ash suddenly has an epiphany where he must have realized. And then he's like, nah, <laughs> cut himself off. I'll save it for the podcast. I got a big joke. So I missed this. Was, the, joke. was that it? The Mario movie? Oh, no, wait. I did say this. Was this the whole. Yeah, because. Hello, this is Miyamoto. Yeah, Nintendo <laughs> tweeted out, hello, this is Miyamoto. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was. Yeah, I forgot. The the yeah, mm, good copy good, pasta. Good times. Yeah, yeah. Hello, this is Miyamoto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um or was it though? I was doing um we'll never know. talking about that. So I did this, you know like you know like Italian like you know Yeah, you did your Ma- Chris Pat Murray impression. Yeah. Right. So I did this, love it uh, love it at work. Someone was like, is that racist to do that? I'm like no, I don't think so. It's slightly... I feel like it's not st- racist, but it's like... Uh, Only if you're doing an Italian accent at the same time. Yeah, no accent. We're talking yeah. about pasta. <clears throat> no accent, just... Someone, I was like... You're just emphasising with your hands. I said that smell... I said food smelled good, and then went... Right? What's the ruling? Anyway. Uh, no, I don't think it's racist, it's just weird. I feel like it's like the step down, like maybe it's <laughs> insensitive... Because like my, my, my like... I then countered that with, look, if Chris Pratt can play the Italian plumber, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now. Okay. Well, I mean, is Chris Marisset or whatever his name is Italian? I don't think so. He's not either. That's a good point. Actually, I don't yeah, believe so. Damn. Well, I mean, he could be, but um, how many? I don't how that, many so. Italian people have played Mario? Uh, none. Exactly. Who played him in the movie? The live action one. I mean, maybe. I don't actually remember. I don't know the thing. All the voice acted in Bob Hoskins. Are Italians real people? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think so. Look, okay, that one, that was probably. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's that's fair. We're allowed to say that because Australia, apparently, Australia is a real country. So, yeah. Well, you're a bunch of convicts, but. Yeah. That's true, but we're real. Weird way to start this podcast, but, um,. That so here's Kieran Marchant. Yeah, no, I said that. We've already, we've already said that bit, Ashley. You I missed know. that over my okay. laughing at my own joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. But you know, feel free if you're Italian and um, that's no. If just, um, if you want to call just, me out for doing this the other day, um, that's fine. Just tell me. I don't know. It just kind of looks like you're bad at cleaning your fingers. Oh my god. <laughs> but you know, they don't they have it like it's an iPhone emoji. Oh my god. You know, like yeah, it's a chef's kiss. Yeah. How is this? Still we spent we spent like twenty minutes talking about bets last week, so we could all get <laughs> bets that's off. okay. That all was still bets are literally game. off. We're, we're no, literally- I will say everybody. Now that the bed talks back, I think <laughs> I got. I'm fairly certain I just got scamazed out of you got hustled. Fucking, you got hustled. I got hustled no, no. so hard. I'm so, so fucked for this. Talking bet. about bets, we're going to come back to this uh, later when we're talking about what we've been playing this week because. We got an update on bet time, but uh, also on the show this week, we're talking about uh, Xbox announcing a showcase, Jeff claiming it's part of Summer Game Fest, uh, games coming to releasing next year, and uh, we're going to go bowling, and Kern's played the Overwatch thing, that um, secretly thing for two. I don't think Second it's Second beta. Second beta times. 
Uh, but let's get into news first. So yeah, firstly, uh, Press Start writes, we know that E3 isn't happening this year, but it hasn't stopped Xbox from announcing the Xbox and game, uh, the Bethesda Games Showcase, which will be taking place in its usual E3 slot on Monday, June 13th at Australian 3am, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, Xbox said that Xbox... E3 Beth- lives! It does live. Xbox and Bethesda's, Bethesda Games Showcase will feature titles from Xbox Game Studios, Bethesda, and partners from all around the world. It will include everything you need to know about the diverse lineup of games coming to Xbox ecosystem, including the upcoming release to Game Pass on both uh, releases to both Xbox and PC Game Pass. So, yeah, 3am if you're in Melbourne, Sydney, Canberra, Brisbane, 2.30am North ter- Northern Territory, Adelaide, and 1am uh, if you're in Perth. Uh, when you're going to be looking forward to that one. Who's going to wake up at 3am and have some good E3 fun? No one? Just me? Uh, no, I will. Yeah? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. As a proud Game Pass subscriber, I yeah. think it's my... Need, I feel to like- tweet a- need to tweet my hot... Hot takes and hot memes. I was about to say if you if you don't fresh and live. if you're not doing it live, you don't get to have the hot takes and memes. I feel yeah. like that's a it's a requirement. Like if, if you're waking up three four hours later and then just catching up tweeting hot takes, no, you weren't there, man. Sorry. Like you weren't you, you weren't were... there. You weren't in the trenches. <laughs> yeah, you, you weren't were... there doing the yeah. hard yards. You weren't there, so I I, mm. I don't know. I, th- I don't think that you're allowed to. I don't think that's out. But yeah, I'm keen for this. It's good that uh, I'm sure more will follow. I wouldn't be surprised if we you know other couple look. We'll stuff, end but... up with I'm sure Jeff Keighley will announce fucking. His months and months of events. He's already announced. You summer mean, games other people announced. Well, I was going to say he's stuff. already announced. He's right? already announced like, summer games Fest is back. He hasn't announced shit for it. All I know is that this got announced, and then he retweeted like, hey. it on the summer games Fest account, and was like, "Look forward to this." It's not part of summer games Fest, but Jeff, once again, as we discussed before, absorbed has, it. has absorbed it. Yes, is <laughs> 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 now part of the summer games Fest. So yeah, um, June at least with that. And then, yeah, more will come. So we're going to have some stuff happening in June. I, I would expect more. Oh, we do know um, uh, da, 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 da. THQ's doing something there already. They already announced they're doing something in June as well. So we have two two things at least set for June. So there you go. Uh, not much to discuss here, but Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, they revealed it, logo. Um, I was just going to ask, Kieran, did you ever play the remake of the first one? No, and I should. Yeah. It's like on the list of games that I'm like, oh, I'd actually probably enjoy that if I played that and want to play it, but just never got around to it. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm someone who never played any of the original Modern Warfare's. So like, I I played that as like just fresh. Yeah, no, I, I know, played the original. Yeah, I know I most people. Have, I'm like, I'm definitely like, yeah. so, like the the fact I haven't played those and the fact I've played GTA Five. I think I'm in like a very small number of for those. Particular you are in games. a really <laughs> weird minority. Yeah, that yeah, is for, really for particular. Games. And, no, what? No, no, no. And also it's about you that, and like that, third world country people. Yeah. It, it also, he's added another layer to it. Actually, he's yeah. added never played Elden Ring to it as well, but <laughs> has purchased Elden Ring. He's now in this weird like. He's one I mean, of these weird. Dylan is probably one of these the weird only hipsters. person who's bought Elden Ring has not played Elden Ring. I have brought GTA three times there. Actually, it's you and two parents who bought Elden Ring for somebody else. Yeah, those are the only people yeah. in that category. I can't play it now because it like, ruins the joke. He's, like, he's and no, I broke he's, it. He's, he's, like, exactly. It, he's becoming. If one you watch last week, it like, disappeared. Yeah, it went. It hit that door and blew up. So. It's like <laughs> the, the it's fact like, is, I can't, I can't confirm if the disc is okay because it is in oh plastic <laughs> and it does sound like it's banging around in there. To be honest, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But this is this is the problem. He's one of those people that's like, I don't watch Star Wars, so that when people ask me if I have, I can laugh at their reactions. When no, just to clarify, I've why I watch Star Wars. Like, you, you, you. The, I don't know. Do you have proof? I don't it's like not it. like we've got podcasts or anything. Yeah, no, I just want to clarify that. It's not like you wanted to call podcast scholars of the wills or something, a really niche in like... Yeah. 
the focused title for a Star Wars podcast. Oh, yeah. The Holocron entries instead. <laughs> yeah, much more mainstream. <laughs> much more mainstream. Had to, had to come up up a bit, but um, yeah, fuck off. Um, I'm I'm keen for this. I <laughs> I, I like the first uh, remake. Uh, like that, I have some criticisms or whatever, but um. Really great looking game, good campaign and everything. So yeah, not much to talk well, about here. Really, it was never really a remake; it was a reboot. Reboot, yeah, it is a reboot. It's yeah. not. It's not a. It's yeah. got its own timeline, its own characters. I don't, I don't really know, but yeah. um, it's also going to yeah. be presumably the very first um Call of Duty game release post the Xbox thing. So that'll be interesting to see how that affects the how, Call of how Duty is, ecosystem. Is, yeah, is Sony going to be pushing it super hard? You assume so because of the yeah. well. It depends on. It depends on if. Like, will that be the last of the? Because there's like a couple more games left on the Sony like two, deal. I believe. Like two, right? Yeah. Um, Fact division. No, yeah, like the for like for like the Sony exclusive. I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. I thought, yeah, I thought it came out there was only one or two, and the Xbox had said yes, we will fulfill that. Um, well, I have to legally, but, I guess. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um. Talking about upcoming games, press start. Right, Respawn Entertainment's previously confirmed, previously confirmed sequel to Jedi Fallen Order is reportedly targeting a launch next year and is expected to leave behind the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One player base and release exclusively for Xbox Series XS, PlayStation 5, and PC. According to Jeff Grubb of VentureBeat on his latest episode of Grub Snacks, EA and Respawn had initially hoped to launch Jedi Fallen Order 2 this year, but those plans shifted, resulting in uh, the game not coming out until 2023. Grubb also believes we might get our first look at the Jedi sequel, which is said to be dropping the Fallen Order title for the second iteration uh, at Star Wars Celebration, which is taking place at Anaheim at the end of May. Um, I would totally believe this, considering we did get a first look at Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order at that event, when it was previously revealed the first time, they had uh, that's where they dropped uh, a trailer for it, and then it was uh, two months after that month or whatever when um yeah I guess yeah it's like a month or less than a month I guess before E three was after that and they had the EA thing showcase there and then they showed some gameplay there so they sort of went you know May cinematic whatever and then a few weeks later E three time think- gameplay. Do you think the gameplay drops at the Xbox conference? No, I mean it's highly possible because they're not doing anything. If it is, they if said it is they're doing not doing this anything, exclusivity so. stuff, then could be a good time. I don't. I don't think. Well, if if it shows up at Xbox, it's either just because they got a marketing deal on it, and that's that's about it. Because it's coming. It's it's definitely going to come to everything. You know. Like they could have a marketing deal the way they want to tie it to the thing, but mm. um, who knows? Maybe PlayStation strikes a deal. Maybe we get a state of play during June. Maybe Jedi Fallen Order shows up in that. You know, maybe they actually I do. Feel like it was pretty neutral from memory. Yeah, it was, but EA, the EA is not doing a showcase. They've said this year they're not doing EA play. You know, they'll just do an exclusive with Jeff Keighley as part of some games fest. That's true. They could just do that. That's that is fair. They could totally just do that. Um, but yeah, who's like, what's the Ash like on a scale of one to ten? Like, what's your excitement level if we're seeing Jedi Fallen Order 2 in the next like month or two? I mean, an eight. I mean, yeah. the first game was all right, so <laughs> yeah. I feel like eight's a lot Hopefully higher than all right. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say eight. Like, like, yeah, right. right. yeah. you, know, yeah. you know, they're gonna knock the sequel out of the park. No, like, first game was good, so the next one game will be even better. Yeah, I mean, it's one, so, one way to look at things, I guess. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> um, 
Karen? What about you? You hate it. Uh, so, you know, no, not excited at all. Surprised you put this article, this, this story on the docket. I've got heaps of things in here I don't give two shits about. Um, <laughs> no, what's your, what's your thing, Karen? What would you uh, I still, I, I, I still need to go back and play it. Like, I haven't. Did you start it at all? Yeah, I started it. I got up to, like, maybe. I finished off got the first time. Frog, right? Is that as far I as didn't... you got the frog? Man, you would remember uh, the frog if you got up to the frog. G.I.G. Oh, no, 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 I killed the frog. No, no, no. I got to at least the first time, like, after the first time you've been to um, uh, Darth Maul's home planet. Um, Dathomir. Dathomir, that's the one. That's yeah. literally... It's not very far. Like, it's the first third of the game. I was about to say. Like, yeah, like, it's not far at all. Like, I had... I was... No, that's where I was. I was literally just about to go to the Wookiee home planet. For the first time, I don't watch Star Wars. Um, the it doesn't have a podcast. <laughs> it a mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm probably at a six, I guess. Like, you, you, you had a problem with. Um, I just thought the story the, wasn't that interesting. I didn't think um, you, Cal wasn't was your a, major. I was going to say you're you were a Cal hater, weren't? Well, I wouldn't say I was a were, hater. Like I just didn't find him a particularly interesting character. Ash, would you say Dylan was a Cal hater? I mean, on the scale of uh, people who liked him as opposed to people who didn't like him, he's definitely more on the dislike scale. Yeah. That's a very long way to go. I mean, to be fair, anytime I say I dislike anything or give anything uh, yeah. a six or a seven, it's like, well, you hated it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Isn't that everything? Isn't that just how culture has uh, yeah. grown, especially That's morphed, in the gaming yeah. space? Yeah. Well, no, Ashley just said something that was good or okay was an eight. Yeah, I mean, I'll be like, all right, God of War, eight. complain about. I'm like, I didn't love the trolls. Or whatever. You hate God of War. Yeah. <laughs> trolls are seminal to that game. I'm like, Ghost of Tsushima had some problems with the narrative tying into the gameplay and stuff. Still a great game. Yeah, but you hate it. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, why am I picking on me? Anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll go about six. I had some problems with Cal and whatever else, but I'll, I'll be super intrigued to see where they're going to take the story direction next. Um, where they left him and what they're going to do. Because, yeah, I mean, they're coming closer to uh, episode four territory. So it's like, are you going to kill the dude or what? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, what, are we, what are we doing? Um, and then the other, I think, look, I'm going to spoil it. Skip ahead the next 30 seconds if you care. But honestly, the game's a few years old and we'll be talking about the sequel soon, apparently. So um, spoilers will be off the table once the trailer's out for the sequel. But um, I also didn't like the fact that you... Um, the, I didn't like the last boss fight, and I didn't like the force having Vader show up at the end for no fucking reason, as far as I'm concerned. Other than just the fact that it's Vader. Like, I'm like, I don't know why he needed to be here. Like, get out of here. Um, all right, this, this game was announced. I remember I read the title and saw a press release and whatever else came through the inbox, and I was like, yeah, this sounds horrible. Why would I care about this? Um, but then I watched the trailer, I was like, fuck, I'm in. Um, so press that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sucker. Uh, Gameloft has announced Disney Dreamlight Valley, which is a brand new adventure sim game coming to PS4, PS5, Nintendo Switch, Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, and PC in 2023 with an early access version of the game launching on all platforms soon for those who are either Game Pass members or those who purchase a Founders Pack on other platforms. The game allows you to travel to Dreamlight Valley, where you'll meet loads of Disney and Pixar characters. Going off the gameplay trailer, it seems similar to Animal Crossing in the sense you'll get to create your character, form bonds with the characters that you choose, whilst also building your own little house at the same time. 
There's also fishing with Goofy, harvesting fruit and vegetables with Wally. There seems to be a central story in place too, which you'll need to progress in order to solve a mystery. Uh, just a couple of characters featured in the trailer are from The Lion King, Wally, Toy Story, Moana, Frozen, Lilo and Stitch, The Little Mermaid, and obviously Mickey and Friends. Uh, Disney has already confirmed that new characters and events will launch uh, in the game um, ahead. Yeah, so, like, I remember seeing, like, reading the title, like, Game Loft, all this sort of stuff. I'm like, there's no way this is going to be any good. And then, yeah, I watched the trial. I was like, this actually looks like, like, even from, like, a graphic standpoint and stuff, I was, like, surprised sort of how good all and how much I sort of like the character models and everything else. I think the, the, the way this game falls apart is how microtransactions and uh, mm. all that sort of stuff Maybe, is implemented. <clears throat> before you get, like, a fast pass to the game, like, you have to, yeah. like... Like, because it's free to play, there's going to be money involved. Like, I understand that's fine to a degree, just depends how it's done. But I get, I'm going to get even more sort of scrutinous of it because it's a kid's game. So that's where my problem is going to lie a lot more with, like, if the microtransactions and the way they're sort of doing it, uh, yeah, a lot more in your face. I'm like, ultimately, if I'm sitting there playing it as an adult, that's fine. But it is a kid's game. At the end of the day, it's a game that's targeted at kids. And I think uh, there's different level of that compared to something like a call of duty or whatever else you know something like that so yeah so uh ash what do you what do you what do you what do you think of this what do i think like i think i i don't know how it fits into kingdom hearts 4 but i'm excited to find out yeah i mean i've seen a lot of people like go, okay so no it's connection kingdom hearts, at all in kingdom hearts it's kingdom hearts <laughs> no shot. like what a what a game mm. um okay. speaking of animal uh, crossing uh, did you no i won't segue into that i'll talk about that it's, it's yeah i mean i didn't know it was game loft but that kind of makes sense it, feel, it sort of looks like it'll be like a farmville-esque thing where hey we need you to collect carrots yeah, it's just collecting and farming and cooking, just collecting yeah. and farming and would you get to interact with disney characters and like yeah. create your character i mean yeah like you said as long as it's not super wants money for shit then yeah. that's fine this is obviously aimed at kids that kind of stuff you gonna try it i reckon or not care enough. Like, what's your, what's your? Probably not care enough. But you know, if there's, it's, it's, it's is it going to be free to play? I believe it is free yes. to play. Yeah. Is he going to have a platinum trophy? I don't know. I hope so. But yeah, I mean, I'm a sucker for this. I was like, oh, cute Disney things. I mean, uh, Kieran, I don't think you're a sucker for cute Disney things quite like I am. But yeah, what do you think of the? Not trailer? as much. Yeah. I think it's interesting. <laughs> I think it's interesting coming off the fact that um, uh, Disney. Uh, not that I don't think we've ever spoken about it recently, but Disney's definitely been cracking down on a lot of its game-related stuff lately. Um, with the uh, Club Penguin reboot that was, we being did made not discuss and- this. I nearly brought it up and I deleted it because I was there was a lot that week, and I'm like, I don't know how much. Yeah, we need to no, 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 what? That's What's okay. the story? Um, so uh, after Club Penguin was uh, debunked by Disney. Uh, a little while ago now. Yeah, because um, for people who don't know, Disney actually brought Club Penguin, like years and years ago. Yes. Yeah, and so this has now been a tradition with uh, previous to Club Penguin, it was Toontown. Uh, to Disney uh, closed the kind of free-to-play multiplayer, online multiplayer game Toontown, and then a group of uh, fans remade it and called it Toontown Rewritten or Rebooted. Something. Um and then uh, Club Penguin went through the same process, becoming Club Penguin uh, rebooted, rewritten. I can't remember now. Something like that. Um, but uh, that was going on until it was believed that the creators started putting microtransactions into the game and started making money. By the sounds of it, Disney let it go, let it slide for like a year or two. 
when there was no money involved. Um, the second they put microtransactions a couple months back is when Disney's like, yeah, mm. um, yeah. So it's interesting that this now comes on the heels of that. Like it's like okay, there's another. Should um, just change it to a different bird. <laughs> Bob Dodo. Fuck yeah. um, but no, pa- apparently, they, apparently they took the people running it like it wasn't like hey shut this out or we'll take your court it was like no they literally just sued the shit out of yeah, them, and them like together. I think they're going to jail like I think there's jail time involved for copyright infringement and stuff like it's it's bad Damn. like they're Disney's like Disney's not like Nintendo fucking around when Nintendo just throws cease and desist at people Disney was like oh hell nah we nah <laughs> nah I we mean, we 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 getting this done yeah, I think just don't yeah. fuck with the mouse. Okay? There's a lot, and the reason, yeah, I mean, we're in it now. So, but the the other thing, and the reason I was like, it's because it's like a lot more to pull apart with this club penguin thing, and it's like quite often I see people discussing it, discussing it as a, uh, oh, Disney just like bad guy Disney, how dare they, you know, sue someone for it was, illegally? There was also probably. like a lot of uh like child predator correct stuff so happening i on Club uh, from all my belief i think the reason they're so fast to act is because in the past a lot of these club penguin reboot rip rip off things uh like i know there was an fbi like undercover thing where they found like people doing like um underage like trying to pick up underage kids and grooming child pornography grooming uh, child pornography and all this being traded on these places so whenever people are like oh disney bad guy i'm like no i think disney jumped on this like live grenade because they were like we yeah no 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 and i don't even think they waited to see if that was a thing happening in this one they were like no 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 no. like just get the fuck out of here so i mean there's a lot more to it than just disney bad guy shut down thing but yeah anyway that's club penguin uh if you want to do some googling or whatever there's a lot of uh interesting <laughs> stuff that's happening there. it's yeah. a very deep hole to go yeah, into yeah. <laughs> and to look into it's very yeah um the verge writes warner brothers and jj abrams working on live action hot wheels movie J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot is partnering up with Warner Brothers for a live-action Hot Wheels movie. Yet another sign that Mattel is getting quite serious in the filmmaking business. Today, Warner Brothers and Mattel Films announced that Bad Robot has signed on to produce a live-action Hot Wheels film. uh, Described in a press release as a showcase of, quote, some of the world's hottest and sleekest cars, monster trucks, and motorcycles. And quote, speaking about the collaboration, Mattel Films executive producer Robbie Branner did not provide any plot details, but did allude to the new cho- project being aimed at a broad swath of Hot Wheels fan base. Uh, quote, as a global leader in car culture, Hot Wheels has been igniting the challenge of spirit and auto enthusiasts for generations. For all for fans of all ages are now in for the ride of their lives with the incredible talent of J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot. Join us alongside Warner Brothers' pitches to Transforms Hot Wheels' legendary IP into a thrilling story for the big screen. End quote. Um, so Hot Wheels, of course, something I guess a lot of people grow up with, playing with the cars. Um, I've been playing the video games since, I guess, the PS1. Like, there's always been a bunch of video games. Like, it's a very, you know, big, long-running franchise. I was going to say, it's a bit of a stretch to have this as a video game story. I wanted to chuck it in here because I wanted to talk about it. So, like, I just... Yeah, like <laughs> if only we had some kind of movie podcast we could talk about this on. Yeah, it's it's going to be a busy week. It's yeah, fine. We got we got stuff. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I honestly, I think I'm keen. I, I feel like it's one of those things you could laugh at it and be like, "This is this is going to be terrible." I think this could be really cool if they um, go meta, or you know what I mean. Like, so because if you just make it a car thing. Then it's just a car, like it's a it's a then car. It's just a uh, need for speed. Yeah, I think you, I think you make it 
uh, you put like it's it's characters inside. I got the you. Cars, I got right? you. You just do like a modern day version of Ridge Race. Uh, not Ridge Race. Um, freaking Speed Racer. Oh my god, Speed Racer. That's, that's what I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, so I'm thinking yeah. Speed Racer type action. With you could even make it like the Lego Movie, but cars, right? So people are playing with the cars, maybe, but, but like cars, the movie. But like, no, no, you know. <laughs> I thought of that joke and I held no. off because I was like, yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to be disruptive. You know what I mean? Like, Will, Will Ferrell's character is like playing with the, the stuff, right? But then when he leaves or whatever, you know, like that, that world's alive. He's a little Lego town or whatever Ooh. and stuff like that. So I'm thinking it's Hot Wheels, but they come to live after the fact. You know what I mean? <laughs> like cars, the cars are like cars from cars or the cars. No, 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 no. no. People, are, no. people are getting into the cars. There's characters. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want characters. I don't want cars talking. Yeah. I, I, I want, want, want it to be. What real? So every time they, then... they interact with them, suddenly a little driver jumps into the car. Like real vehicles, people get into them, turn them on, and drive them. Yeah, like there's still characters <laughs> involved with them. They go through a crazy up and down adventure. They almost break up as a team. They come back together. They beat the the final problem, and they just realize that it's all about family. And and you know, the loops. Yeah, it's it's you got to live your life a quarter track by at a time. The other funny thing is, is if this if if this came out and it was like street racing and stuff, then anyone complaining about Fast and Furious now you just get to go no go watch the Hot Wheels movie. That's the that's one over there. But I mean, they did a Need for Speed movie, right? I don't know if anyone yeah, watched this with Aaron, yeah. with Aaron Paul. So I watched this, and they have like one street race maybe at the start, I think, from memory. And after that point, again, it just turns into an action thing. So even with that, they could, they 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 were like, nah, street racing is like so two thousand one. You know, no one does that shit anymore. No, 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 stealing DVD players is so two thousand. Yeah, so they should still really if they remade Fast and Furious today, you know what they'd be stealing? PS fives. Yeah, probably. Yep. PS5s or Bitcoin. I mean, how do you steal a Bitcoin? You hack somebody's Instagram account. I mean, that's... Nah, it's NFTs. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> do you see that... Sign up. Do you see that story the other day when someone's like, someone like hacked into his Instagram account, like stole these JPEGs, <laughs> like worth millions. I'm like, this is why. I was going to say this earlier, and then I had freaking... We don't talk about freaking crappy... Uh, no, you can if you want to. If you want to make a quick uh, okay. shit on, but it. Yeah, very, fine. very. Joke. I saw a story <laughs> pop up today from uh, former president of uh, Nintendo America, Reggie. Yeah, came out saying that he wished he could sell his Animal Crossing island mm. on the blockchain. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man! Don't say shit like I mean, this. I mean, I'm not necessarily on the blockchain, but like, if you were to sell your island, I mean, that would be. Not let's not. No, like so, like someone can take care of it if you don't want to play it anymore. It's like it lives nah. on. Well, yeah, that's why you just give them your switch. No, they should just make islands transferable. Problem solved. There's no money involved. Yeah, just just add a feature in the game where you can send your island to someone else. It's just but weird. money <laughs> will get involved. But like, I mean, if, if people if, buy- if, yeah, if people want to do PayPal transactions on the side for islands, that there's nothing to. But then Nintendo doesn't get a cut. Yeah, Nintendo can't do anything that. Yeah, but I don't want them to get cut. You know, I don't want I them don't to want encourage them to it. They should. I don't want them to encourage it. If they enable it, they encourage it. Anyway, um, yeah, Hot Wheels. I'm, 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 I'm kind of keen. Be, as long as they've got big orange tracks, I'll be all happy. Yeah, uh, well, so that that Hot Wheel game was that last year? I was trying to think. That was last year, right? Uh, it was either last year or the year before. It was recent though. Yeah. It was recent enough that I remember you. 
that was good shit, right? And they still got DLC coming for that too, I think. So um, oh. I have some other stuff. But wasn't something released? They did a Batman one recently. Um, I don't know if there's been something else since then that I've missed, but I know there was more coming. But I mean, that game was pretty good. And my major problem was the lack of tracks. There was way more tracks, so um, check that out if you're a Hot Wheels fan. You haven't played it. Hot Wheels Unleashed. That's the name. Yeah, I was trying to think. Um, Gamescom. It's happening. Uh, Press Start writes, Australia has been announced as the official partner country for this year's Gamescom 2022 event, which also makes a return in person for the Cologne uh, Germany event. Uh, so this is pretty cool for Australia. In a press release, organizer Colnesti GmbH, I, I can't even attempt, uh, reveals that it has signed a partnership agreement between itself, the German Games Industry Association, and ANZ's Interactive Games and Entertainment Association, GEA. It comes off the back of Australian government recently committing to implementing a major tax offset for local video game development, putting us in a great position to showcase the national's top talent and host uh, Gamescom biggest uh, joint Australian booth. Uh, so a large number of diverse Australian games companies will appear at Australian Pavilion in the business area at Gamescom 2022. The joint stand will host a diverse delegation of businesses reflecting the broad landscape of Australian games industry in addition to well-known Australian games companies. Independent and startup studios will also appear. So it's not like um, it's not like Gamescom's here or anything like that that may like excite, I guess, the, the general Con, yep. uh, con attender or whatever, but from an industry, yes. yeah, yeah, we, I mean, it's a partnership that I mean, who, who knows? May, maybe in the future we get Gamescom in Australia. That would be uh, cool. Maybe not the main one, but the the secondary one would be um, cool, I guess. Whenever they can launch, whenever it. they launch that, yeah, because of course it was supposed to be in Asia, uh, Malaysia, or bringing to somewhere like that. It was there somewhere. I can't remember exactly what the city was, but um. And then COVID happened, like everything in the world. But I think this is still very cool. This is a uh, they. This means that on the show floor at Gamescom, uh, Australia is going to have a major section there where, yeah, I don't know, like what Australian developers or businesses exactly are going to be there. But either way, it's going to be a great place for networking, showcasing Australian games industry, meeting and greeting, which is only going to be good for um, our industry as a whole yeah, and industry, hopefully yeah. grow it and stuff like that. So that's really cool. I thought maybe yeah, not what everyone wants, but yeah. really cool nonetheless. I think it makes sense, and it's encouraging that the government is going, hey, we should spend money on this because yeah. the games industry in Australia is worth putting some money into because we're getting some sort of return. Obviously, on the back of last year, we had Unpacking one winning a bunch of stuff, uh, for Escape being nominated for a bunch of stuff, and then, you know... Goose Game. On the back of Goose Game Goose a couple of years ago, yes. Yeah, we've had a bunch yeah, of really of, good years. Like, um, Yeah, Australians know what we're Australian doing. Australian indie scene, yeah. Good shit. Uh, and then I've got a couple, two <laughs> weird, interesting stories. I'll start with this one. So IGN writes, Telltale's The Walking Dead was originally pitched as a Left 4 Dead spin-off game before the team took the idea to Walking Dead creator Robert Kirkman. In a documentary celebrating the game's 10th anniversary, as spotted by Eurogamer, the game's original developers revealed that they were <laughs> at first in talks with Valve about a Left 4 Dead narrative-led spin-off. <laughs> what? What the fuck happened? In a documentary celebrating the game's 10th anniversary, as spotted by Eurogamer. So Eurogamer spotted the documentary they put out. It's them covering that, their that- um their butt for not uh, not being the one to spot it. I guess, but it, it's a funny sentence. So usually if it's I... Like, oh, we just noticed this documentary yeah. you decided to release. Sometimes if I just do something like this, I will put at the bottom of the article just like shout outs to 
like yeah. in brackets, I'll just put shout outs to press start or, you know, something like that with a, with a link where it's like, I'll just like, I didn't spot this. They did. And I've like, sort yeah, of how you he- didn't spot the documentary. You spotted the news thing. Yeah. That segment. Yes. The, the wording is, uh, funny. <laughs> it's not how I would personally write it, but I mean, I don't get paid. This dude does. So. Um, Fuck was that? A simple prototype was made, but the plans fell through, and only later did Telltale approach the Walking Dead's creator Robert Kirkman about a setting in his game universe. Uh, quote, the very first Walking Dead prototype, which actually was a different zombie thing that ended up turning into the Walking Dead. The first conversation was actually with Valve, said second design and direction lead Jake Rodkin. Uh, he continued, it was about, what if we did a narrative side story in the universe of the Left 4 Dead? The prototype was a completely text-based game that presented options for the player to choose instead of seeing them actually play out in the game world as in the final version of The Walking Dead. Kieran, what alternate reality do you think this is where it's a text-based Left 4 Dead spin-off and not Telltale's The Walking Dead? Like, what weird world would we be living in? I don't know. This, I mean, <laughs> this, this is sprung to my remembrance. I did walking, all Walking Dead things with the 10-year anniversary, I saw Telltale put up a post about it, and once again, I was like, this is a weird shit going on. They're walking around in their skin suit again. <laughs> um, I don't know, right? Like, maybe... I think it's a massive thing, right? If you look back at it, Telltale doesn't happen without Walking Dead. No. Like, Telltale were kind of in the shitter before they struck gold with the first season of Walking Dead. Like, they were coming off the back of some kind of pretty uh, reasonable, uh, I guess, financial failures in terms of uh, the Tales from uh, the Tales from Monkey Island, I think it was. They had um, they had had Jurassic Back to the Future Back to the Future, Jurassic Jurassic Park, Park, Sam and Max Um, Sam and Max, which they weren't getting kind of uh, Walking Dead was their first Hit run. Like mainstream acclaim. People who liked them and, and I guess liked the the old style games from them really enjoyed them. But Walking Dead was not only the first time that um they hit mainstream, it was their their big change, their big um kind of engine change, how their games presented. The games were no longer really about puzzles, they were more about conversations and playing them through like a TV show. Um I it's crazy because if you think about without Walking Dead, there's just so much, so many other games just don't get made. We don't get Life is Strange without Walking Dead. No, I, I would Life say the first season of Walking Dead influenced a lot of games. Like yes, yeah. like we got we 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 miss out on so much if we didn't have Walking Dead. I almost think Walking Dead is kind of partly responsible for the tradition of branching narratives more popularized within gaming. Um, I'd say I think that and Mass Effect probably are the yeah exactly yes that Mass Effect and, and the Bioware team um, yeah it's just as a whole I think that period of time if Walking Dead wasn't what Walking Dead we know Walking Dead as I think gaming and the kind of the steps we've made forward in gaming happened very differently or we're in a very different place as a grand scheme it's, it's very much a butterfly effect type thing that is is this kind of singular game if it doesn't happen the way it happened a lot of other things change around it yeah for sure it's a weird one to think about like i saw this when i saw the story pop up the other day i was like wait what <laughs> like you tell me there's a word out there where it's a left like this is pitched as it's just such it's I always find it so interesting sometimes when a game like this is you know 10 years old and you think you just like everything's sort of been covered and then someone drops like a bombshell like oh yeah it was originally a 
pitch that's left for Dead spinoff. I'm like, why haven't we heard this before? Like, why is it taking mm. so long for this weird nugget of information to be um, unveiled, uh, unveiled even? So, yeah, it's just a... Was Left for Dead, like, at its peak in that period? Or it would have been when they were I pitching can't remember. it. Yeah. Uh, that would be like pre-Left 4 Dead 2 or roughly oh, around, around the time. But we don't know when exactly they so pitched be, it. There would have been interest in it. So like the potential would have been there for it also to have been successful. successful uh, assuming then again, they flesh the it out time. beyond being a text-based game. I mean, Left 4 Dead at was massive time. for years. More so, more so outside of Australia because obviously Left 4 Dead was a worldwide phenomenon with one. And Left 4 Dead 2 was huge in America and didn't do sh- fuck all in Australia because we got the censored version. So... Like, yeah, because it got banned, and then you guys yeah. got, yeah, the the watered down version of it. Um, but yeah, I, if if that the alternate universe would have happened, Telltale could still have its original team with under Valve for a winner. I mean, I don't know. Valve doesn't buy many studios, even if they Valve. That's the thing. Valve is like even then, it's like Valve is Valve. They're very particular about it. Like, look, they ha- they sit on Half Life Three, which is just the fucking money make. Like, it's just it's money that's just sat there. They could have that money. If they just made the game, they would have an endless amount of money. But I think at the same time, they are sure in a position where they... Already. Pardon? I'm pretty sure they've got an endless amount of money already. They do, they but it's like... They could have two endless amounts of money. They could have another form of endless amount of money. Like I do feel like maybe Valve as a studio itself or Valve as a publisher is not as... Uh, proclaimed anymore yes it's still you know got dota 2 it's still got your counter-strike um but they haven't really done anything extra since half-life alex which was what two three years ago now um it's, uh, it's uh, not technically they made a portal spin-off game that released uh at the same time as the steam deck you can play it on pc but it was designed as a good portable oh, puzzle okay. game. apparently it is and, yeah, quite good of course, but yeah steam deck and of course the steam deck we can't comment on i guess because it's not um, in australia, australia. anywhere yeah it doesn't it doesn't happen here no considering people are still waiting for fucking pre-orders in america i don't know when the hell are we going to get it but um mm-hmm. yeah interesting tidbit there and then other interesting behind the scenes story has been happening this week this one's quite funny um yuji naka the former head of sonic team uh sonic team at sega writes polygon and the director of disastrous musical platformer barlow wonderworld says he was removed from the game's development six months before its completion and that he <laughs> sued publisher square enix over the decision naka said his court case is now over and he's no longer bound by company rules but does not di- rec- uh, disclose the resolution in a lengthy twitter thread posted thursday Naka apologized to fans who brought Barlow Wonderworld, which he described as unfinished, according to a translation of his comments. According to Naka, he was removed as director of Barlow Wonderworld by the game's producer, head of marketing, head of sound, managing director, and human resources department for two reasons. One issue uh, that caused conflict during the development, Naka said, citing court documents, was a promotion that used a YouTuber's piano arrangement of music from Barlow Wonderworld instead of the original competition. Naka said he insisted that the original be released. The second issue was a disagreement with Arzit, the game's developer, over the quality of the game. Naka said he made comments to Arzit as they, uh, about the improvements to Balan Wonderworld and bug fixes that were not addressed, leading to a ruined relationship with Arzit. Naka further apologized for fans for not interacting with them on social media, saying he was restricted from doing so by Square Enix. He said he believes that Square Enix does not value game fans or games themselves, based on his experience developing Balan Wonderworld. Citing his work on the original Sonic the Hedgehog, Naka recounted that the game was changed just two weeks before its completion, so if Sonic had just, even just one ring left, he could not 
he could continue to fight. Nika said the design choice was a result of approving the game's design until the very end, and that he wasn't afforded a similar a similar opportunity as director of Barlow Wonderworld. He said he would ultimately. Uh, he ultimately involved a lawyer to negotiate with Square Enix on changes to the game, but was refused and filed suit. Um, this has continued. He's also, like, there's been a few other stories, more or less, where he continues just to say Square Enix sucks ass, more or less. Um, yeah, so that's quite interesting. And, look, in a world where there's also a story I don't have here, but it was going around last week where the head of Square Enix, whatever, is talking about, um, you know, um, what, NFTs and games and all this other gibberish and you know all this just very money focused stuff i guess which is always weird to say when you're talking about a business because money is the focus but you know you, you know people know what i'm saying when i'm saying that um yeah ash what do you make of this story just the 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 fact that for a while people were sort of blaming this guy you know because he was the director of the game and he didn't you know he was unable to stick up for himself or whatever because of ball and wonderworld um now finally after the court case which we still don't know i assume he got paid out or maybe something was finished, but um, now he's free just to literally just be like, Square Enix sucks, they don't care about the game, they pushed it out when they knew it was unfinished, they wouldn't let me finish the fucking game. Um, they were doing all these weird choices, like, yeah, I don't know, what do you, what do you make of it? Um, yeah, it's an odd one. It's like... It, it's hard to say, because obviously, you know, he's the director, the reason the game was not in a good position is because he was directing it, I guess. So it's like, how do you... How do you rectify that element of it all? So, I mean, I, I think it's a bit of a shit show. And everybody, the game was bad. Everybody didn't like it. Let's just move on rather than, you know, uh, you know, covering it in more shit, I think. Karen, do you have any Not really. I, I think you, you both covered it very well, considering it's, you know, it's not very well received. Um, generally, studios need... There, there does seem to be accountability for for why is and i think it is easiest to um uh i guess it's the easy move is to move the director on rather than move a whole team on you can't i mean yeah he lists a lot of people who had a problem with him so yeah yeah (laughs) so i look forward to square and he's maybe putting a statement forward but we'll see unlikely but we'll see um, yeah, it's interesting because yeah, there's been a there's been a bit of criticism on um, Square Enix lately. So I I wouldn't say that like he's completely no Square Enix is all over the place. Yeah, you know, they're either putting out really bad games like Boundland Wonderland or um, The Quiet Man, or, or or having successful games but it underperforming mm. you know, because they've got super high expectations. So. Well, what they consider yeah under. All right, let's talk about what we've been playing. Karen. Overwatch 2. You had to stay up, get up, I don't know, to get a code. Like, talk us no. through the journey so, here. So, so how did it You, like, you like, so, buy one off the black market, yeah, like, send some crypto no. to somebody? No. 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 Because, and I don't think you can, you probably could in one way. So, um, the, yeah, Overwatch 2 beta released, uh, 27th, our, our, um, day, I guess it's the 26th in America. Um, and initially, uh, initially there was a, no beta key sent out on the initial beta launch date. It was anybody who had previously had alpha access were accessing in the first day. Um, 
later that day, anybody who signed up, which was to the uh, beta, were given a chance to have a opt-in code sent to them directly, which was very minimal. I know a couple people did get that. And then the primary way to receive your Overwatch 2 beta key was to watch four hours of particular Twitch streams uh, between um, 10 a.m. PT through till uh, I think it was 6 p.m. that same day, or it was 11. It might be, yeah. But for us in Australia, that meant it went from 3 a.m. in the morning to 11 a.m. the same morning. Um, and you had to watch, make sure you watched, yeah, four hours of content between that whole time. If you didn't watch anything during that time, you didn't. So the get latest that. you, you could get up is seven. You set up, got up at the seven o'clock on the dot. So the- I woke up at three thirty. Yeah, I was wow. meant to. Work, my alarm was set for three, and then I was like, I like r- missed that. Randomly woke up though. <laughs> go me, and it was like, oh okay. Turned on uh, stream and everything, and just went back to bed. Who did um, you watch? Uh, I watch Super. Super Super TF is uh, is what is what? He's them. the goat. Love them. He's the goat. You should love them. They're they're they are the goat of Overwatch. But no, um, yeah. So that that happened. It, but wait, you you went back to bed. You didn't actually watch. Yeah, I went back to. I did not watch. So what would have happened if he had have stopped streaming under three hours? So so hours. fun fun thing did happen to me. So I woke up at uh yeah I woke up at like seven. Got up. First thing I did after I got up was went and checked my PC just in case. Uh, looked at it. It was his offline screen. I was like, oh, fuck. But he had either off gone offline or disconnected or something and then come back up and my PC just hadn't refreshed. Luckily for me, that was only like 45 minutes. So all I did was refresh the screen and go again, which is why I didn't go with the plan originally of get up at seven and do it from seven. Because if you mm-hmm. did that, and your PC crashed or the stream or What crashed, if you didn't or... get up in, like, 60 seconds? Exactly. Or if you didn't get up quick enough, you're fucked. It was, yeah, for, for Australian view, uh, players, it was not great. Um, but Good practice, no, I, though, for E3 this year. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, not if I'm, like, half an hour late to it. That could be annoying. Um, but no, so, yeah, I've been playing Overwatch 2 uh, since yesterday, so time of recording it is Friday. Um, really funny kind of interesting thing is so the game funny isn't really, is tiny, funny, funny thing it's, is. It's I guess, just Overwatch. I guess I guess it lends itself to the meme of is Overwatch a different is Overwatch two actually a different game or a new game? Is that the beta is like a thirteen gigabyte um patch that bolts onto the main game. So they use Overwatch one and they just bolt the new stuff on top of it. So it's like guys. They pimp. Uh, they pimp your run. And you you pick. Oh, you want to play in the Overwatch two? Ooh, right? there's some extra skin textures. So you you load in, and yeah, it's still got new lines. Um, it still shows you as playing Overwatch on your uh, Battle.net. Uh, it's still the same friends list. It does interestingly. It nicer. I guess the nicer thing is all your keybinds and your sensitivity settings and all your settings for the oh, game. That's can important. Carry over. Yeah, that's a, that's why they they do it that way. Yeah. They no wouldn't be that. <laughs> so no, that does lend itself to uh, say is Overwatch a it kind of is Overwatch two actually a separate game or, or what's the go with it? Uh, my overall experience so far, I've actually really enjoyed Overwatch two. Um, going to the the biggest change, of course, is going to five v five instead of six v six. I think it makes the game a lot cleaner to um, both play and to watch and look at. Um, having two less players in a in a map at once 
um, really kind of shakes up how fights they on. The game feels more fluid. It doesn't necessarily have as much um, stop and start kind of team fights. Overwatch 1 was very much a, we have a team fight, we have a fight, fight finishes 30, sec- 30 seconds to a minute of everybody kind of getting ready again and then going again, where this game plays out a lot more smoothly. Um, it has all the original maps from Overwatch 1 in the game. Yeah, because it's... Uh, except for... Because it's a patch yeah, on... Cause, yeah, because yeah, it's a yeah. patch on. Uh, except for they are all updated. Uh, they all have map changes. And the other thing they do, so you know it's it's new, is that they included like different day-night cycles in the maps. Um, so the maps are, you know, this map that you played in Overwatch 1 was nighttime. Oh my god, it's daytime now! It's all new and Crazy different! Um, they've they removed a lot of twos the, at the end of everything. They should, they should. Uh, removed a lot of the uh, CC out of the game, so there's not many stuns. Um, the game as a whole is, I guess, a a more fun experience for, for damage players. There's a lot less time shooting at shields, because there's only one tank now. Um, and, and it does actually suit itself to be a different experience. It isn't just Overwatch 1 watered down. Like, it is very much a different feeling experience. It is faster flowing. Um, it, it it's at an interesting point where they um, it's very much in, of course, a beta stage, and you could see that playing the game. Um, characters don't have new character portraits, or characters that have new models that we already know of don't have their new models implemented into the game already. Um, the new first new character sojourn is playable in this beta we are uh it has been leaked as of late that there is two more characters at least coming to overwatch 2 before launch um to to kind of continue filling out the roster i think the biggest thing is this is the first brand new content for overwatch fans in i think two or three years like everything else has just been rehashed um events and skins and there's never really been any big updates and I guess the point is when you look at a lot of the updates in this in like in terms of the character balances, the changes they've made to different characters, part of you does go, well, this all could have been done in the base game. Because you suckers just kept buying the skins and they were happy to take the money. And they're well, like, well, why do we need to yes. put effort on maps and stuff? If That's, that is fair. Buying the fucking um, skins. But, <laughs> yeah. but at the same time, I do think there was a decent um, kind of fall in the player base. And... It, it's it's at a positive thing. I think the updates they graphically it does look like a better game. The sound design I think is actually fucking amazing. There are just some characters that you just like listening to the sound of the guns when you're shooting them. They I don't know what it is about the sound design and the audio design around it that is um, really really fun to play around with and to, to um, experience. Uh, has a great soundtrack. I think it's in a it's in an interesting spot for the first time in a very long time. I'm actually kind of positive about Overwatch. Um, I know that's a scary comment for both of you. Uh, I enjoyed you playing other video games for a short time. No, 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 no. But you know, uh, hey, you know, speaking of previous, you know, things that stopped me, I did cancel my Final Fantasy subscription this week. Because um, you can only have know, one drug at a time. You know what I mean? Like you can only yeah, have one. yeah. We can't, can't mix exactly. Coke. Exactly. Got to bank all that money to buy our new Overwatch skins. No, no. But um, it is. Overwatch is in a good spot for the first time. If you uh, still wanted to jump in and you've missed out um, on a key uh, next weekend or this week, no, it's this weekend because we're dropping on the Monday. Um, every hour of Overwatch League is having, I think, uh, fifteen hundred beta keys are being dropped each hour. 
Um, so if you are just have the YouTube stream up of the Overwatch League up throughout the weekend, there's a decent chance you'll get a drop. Uh, it's the first time YouTube's ever had drops. Are tank pros concerned about them being only one tank? Um, drop? I well, I guess the thing is the Overwatch League this year is playing on Overwatch two. Um, so they have already sixteen so percent of all players. I was about to say, so like yeah, a bunch of people biased. lost jobs. Yeah, <laughs> a bunch yeah. of people lost jobs. Yeah, exactly. Well, not necessarily lost jobs. I guess bench warmers it was now. <laughs> a, <laughs> Reserved, not exactly yeah. uh, bench warmers, but I guess it it you never. I guess what the problem is because you only have one tank player on a team now. You you can never predict which type of tank you're going to need at a time. So do you get a tank player that can just kind of play everything? Or Overwatch League has always had kind of players that are proficient in one or two characters of their role. Um, do you get a whole bunch of people, a whole bunch of tanks, and you swap them in and out based on what you need, what is the meta? Um, it's, a, it's an interesting quandary that it needs. I think looking at it now, there is a problem with tanks at the moment where uh, especially the original two main tanks, uh, Winston and Reinhardt, do feel like they have dated designs right now. Um, they both kind of suck. Um, they, they they both getting outplayed, and especially when we see uh, characters like Doomfist just got moved from a DPS to a tank role, and Arissa just got her kit completely changed. And they're both extremely fun, and they're the main tanks people are seeing in the beta currently. Um, you you know, Arissa is a character now instead of you know previously where she was kind of just a slowly moving horse that shot at things. Now like chuck spears at people. And can like run at people, like spinning her spear around and stuff. It's actually really fun. Um, it it's just a yeah. It, it's the at an interesting point where it, it's what work is going to be done in Overwatch. I don't see Overwatch two coming out officially until uh, May next year. So I still think we're twelve months away from its actual release. Um, so I still think there's a lot of time to for the devs to work on this game and actually. Uh, bring it full round. So Overwatch League's that are in a watching Overwatch League this season, I think is going to be very different to any other season, of course. Uh, but it'll also be interesting watching a professional Overwatch play on a game that's not fully done, and what? and kind of see how that goes. I mean, it's interesting they're playing a game that nobody else can play, kind of. Yes, and they they've had access to the game only for the last month. Um, so they've literally had the game for a month. We had, you know, Super, who I mentioned um, as the Twitch streamer I watched. He's, I think, largely known as the greatest player of all time for um, Overwatch. Like, he's pretty much done everything in Overwatch. He retired a couple weeks into them getting Overwatch 2, and he was a tank player. And it was a God, combination. was good. <laughs> like, like, obviously, you know, you don't really know too much about if Maybe he wasn't feeling it. His, his kind of reasoning was he didn't really have the fire to, to go around again and put in the energy and time into, that is required for this stage. Um, but I guess twenty two years. Question: old. How how old is he? Uh, Super is like twenty one or twenty. Yeah, he's yeah. Because they always retire yeah. like when they're like early twenties. Well, he retired. <laughs> he didn't retire. Retire. He's just retired from it. He's literally you know, any profit, pro like, esports Twitch pro player retires. It retires and they're like. At well, oldest, once you hit like the oldest I've seen is like maybe twenty four, twenty five. I can start <laughs> drinking in America now. I'm going to retire. Is, yeah. It is getting better nowadays. Like it's getting better currently. But it, there was a point where you were washed at like twenty four, twenty five. I've always stood by because like, people would be like, "Well, that's just how it is." Like your reflexes go down. I, I've always been of the argument like 
esports as sustainability of an industry in a world where players are not like too old and where their prime is six yeah, years, where yeah. their prime is between like sixteen and twenty-two or whatever, that is not a good sustainable like system for a for a sports. For a, system. well, I guess <laughs> like, the thing is with with esports as a whole, it's it's it, we. I guess the longest running esports we've had are like Dota Two, CS:GO. Um, CS:GO is probably like the Rocket oldest. Is, yeah. CS:GO is very much the oldest, but in terms of like actually having prominent scenes now, like StarCraft is pretty much is yeah, StarCraft very close to being yeah, a, a, yeah. a dead scene. Like StarCraft was like the OG. Like I mean, look at like, Day Nine. He, he retired at twenty three, and now he's like forty eight years old, and he can't play games anymore at all. He's he just does forty eight years old, but he makes a fuck ton of money <laughs> doing anything else he wants to do with Magic and fucking. <laughs> hosting and youtube and it's um no like you know when you look at starcraft when it was big uh 10 15 years ago like that was being played in stadiums in korea and yeah and uh, the game if you go find clips of it it's hilarious because the game looks like ass and people are yelling at the screen and the commentary well, is hilarious. my favorite my shit. favorite um quote is my favorite story about this to kind of emphasize this is during south korea's world cup qualifier they had an esports StarCraft professional player come into the locker room before the game to pump them up and excite them. And the team was like excited to meet one of their heroes. Like that is that is just how different culturally that is mm. compared to mm. anything we have or anything a Western society has currently. Mm. Interesting. Um yeah, well, I mean, someone who doesn't care about Overwatch, I am I'm keen to at least uh, keep my eye on the uh, esports side of it because that side's uh, interesting. Look, I, like, no, this, it yeah, doesn't happen. Like, a, like meta changes in games, but like, it'd be like a MOBA, like ditching a lane or adding a new lane. I don't know. Like, it's a yeah, it's, a, it's very, it's a very big shift, and especially it's like a a game that's not set in stone. Like this game is going to change, like in the next. Yeah. I was trying like, to think of like the- an analogy that for people, like I was like thinking, like if you care about AFL, it's like suddenly they got rid of one of the the, the two like one pointer sides, and like you can only click a yes, it- or or just stuff like you know you can know, like, uh, like there's just less players, like you no yeah. longer have rucks, like you are, you don't have rucks anymore. The mm. bounce doesn't happen. We do American football style yeah. where one team kicks it to the yeah. other. Yeah, for people who are like, "What are you talking about?" for the last five minutes, I guess, yeah, it's a, it's like the equivalent of literally a like an entire role going like someone's yeah, like a whole entire like person just being. Yeah. And if if the game wasn't a major esport, it would be like, all right, whatever. But because it is a major esport, it's like, will they change something in the game that literally affects a bunch of people's livelihoods to a degree? Like you know, like that's the uh, the interesting side of it. Um. So, bets. What I've been playing. Kira already knows this because I already filled him in recently, but. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I'll join in. I'll join in on this. I, uh. We made a bet the other week. Oh! Have you been playing this game? <laughs> Have you been playing this game? Uh, for audio oh listeners. Oh my god, he got the sword from. <laughs> for audio listeners, Kira's holding sword. a copy of the sword. You know, I actually legitimately looked at EV. When I went and bought this, I looked and I was like. I almost bought shield, and then I was like, I don't want fucking shield. <laughs> so you paid a uh, full Nintendo price. Uh, I paid like sixty nine dollars. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, was, was even for like a pre owned copy. Like it was. That's uh, yeah. That's fine. Yeah, right. Um, I'll come back to that in a second because that's funny how <laughs> you've gone and brought it. But um, yeah, so I have completed my Pokedex in Pokemon. Sword. Now, of course, the bet was to get a complete living deck. So I'm not quite at that stage, but 
Um, the completing the Pokedex for people who don't play Pokemon games is, uh, so like if you catch a Pidgey, uh, evolve that one Pidgey through, you get all three ticked off in the Pokedex. What I want to do living Pokedex is I need a Pidgey, I need a Pidgeot, I need a Pidgeotto. I need one of each in my boxes. So I have a like living Pokedex. I have one of every Pokemon in a box in a, in a row. So I have all 400 Pokemon, not one of every one that evolves sort of thing. Um, so to get a Pokedex mm. completion is a lot easier than it is to get a living Pokedex. So I've still got to get that part. There's a few little hurdles I have to go through, including Pokemon that you can only get one of that I have to trade for and um, stuff like that still to figure out. Some stuff I'll probably have to breed so I can get like um, baby forms and then like evolve them and um, some bits and bobs like that. But honestly, I'm feeling uh, pretty good. <laughs> I did not uh, screw Kieran over because uh, if you go back and listen... I never said anything other than what f- you said. I won't do it. I said, what fucking bet you want to make? And you were straight onto it. Like you were so adamant. I got, come on. I got fucking sharked here. Now I got pool sharked massively on this one. The one thing I will admit that sort of played against you in this bet recently is, is his bel- disbelief in anybody else's abilities to do stuff. Two, two things. A, uh, the past week I was like feeling burnt out and I was talking about this, uh, was playing like Apex with uh, Buddy and Ash the other night. I, I was having my, uh, my burnt out period probably over the last 10 days, which for people who don't know what I mean, I mean like burnt out in a way that I'm like, I can't be fucked writing anything, like whatever. Like uh, everyone who creates content or does anything is like, everyone gets sort of a burnout phase. Some people just burn out and never come back. Um, I was just going for, I just needed a, I just needed to chill for a bit. Um, but because of that, that means I was where maybe I had, if I was feeling fine, I would have just been sitting down and been like smashing out some more new stories or something like that. Instead, I was like, I cannot be fucked. I'm just going to play Pokemon, you know, like, <laughs> like, so because <laughs> I was feeling like burnout, it means that I was quite happy to, uh, to be, cause usually I'd feel bad is the thing. And we've, we've covered this where it's like Dylan, this, see, this yeah. is what I was betting on originally, <laughs> was there's no shot Dylan puts the time into this game because he's going to feel bad and do something yeah. else. Usually it's a known thing I do, f- yeah, I will feel bad if I'm not doing stuff that's actually for content or, like, usable for content, but um, because I was in a complete opposite mood the last, like, 10 days or week and a bit, um, the play completely against you because I was like, you know, fuck the world, I'm playing, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm playing Pokemon. Uh, the, bit, the second thing that was playing against you, even if that wasn't a factor, was um, initially when I said it, I prob I was very much like I didn't even believe in myself, but the moment you made it a bet, it was gonna happen. Oh no, I also know <laughs> this. I was very much the I was very much like the 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 evil villain in any fucking like I already knew I was playing the villain part, and that's mm-hmm. good. It's what I fucking do in these situations. Yeah, been here. Like is is any villain that's like, you know what? I'm gonna kill this entire family of potential enemies except for this one child. And I'm going to tell them, you remember this. You remember what I've done to your family. Not realizing I've just created my downfall. And I was, look, I was like, I've just given you the motivation to do it. Um, and then, no, it was because also at the time I was like, oh, I, blah, blah, blah. He's probably going to take a while. A couple of months still packs. Like, he's going to take a while. He probably can't do it. I think after the after the episode, or maybe it was towards the end of that episode, you're like, yeah. I got like 297 Pokemon already. I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> like he's already had three quarters of the way through this shit. Like, I'm fucking, I'm getting fucked here. I'm getting absolutely scamonsed. And you know what? It's fine. I, you know, losing two bets out of three, you know, as long as I get the one win. <laughs> you, said- as as, you know what? And out of all of them, Bayonetta is the most important win. Okay. 
I'm doing this because I'm not the villain in that one. Oh. I am. I am the fucking protagonist. I'm the hero. I'm doing it for Ashley. Ashley and me are like Sonic and Tails in that Bayonetta band. I think okay? the villain would believe they're I, the protagonist. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, <laughs> everybody's the protagonist in their own story. Okay. Um, and then the other thing I'll say as my weeks of Pokemon Sword updates continue, I started on the second DLC as well. So I'm messing around in that a bit. They've changed how you do raids in that with other people. Like instead of it just being a Gigantamaxed. Uh, again, I'm just talking about content, I'm sure, Nintendo podcast covered like a year ago. Um, but instead of being uh, a Gigantamax Pokemon that you fight with three other players, which is how raids work in the, the core game. By the way, for anyone who's wondering, the game's still active as fuck. Like, you'll get into raids. Easy. Oh, yeah. Like, it's the, it's still the core the it's day. still the core Pokemon game. Like, it's still, until the new ones come out. I, and even then, there's... It's not raids in Arceus, is it? No. And this is, that's what I mean. Like, even though no. the game's two years old, this is still the current Pokemon game. Even so. though, even though people were like, even though for some reason, a lot of articles were listing Arceus as like a Pokemon mainline game. No, it's, it's like, a no. spin-off still. It's still no, a, that's a, a spin-off. Um... The raids that you do in the DLC is you'll, so it's still with three other players, except for you'll reach like, uh, so you're going down like a dungeon and you, you're not walking like you, you'll like automatically from a top down view, you see your little icon. And then you can see like, uh, it'll be like a water Pokemon with mist. Like it just gives you the single t- a signal telling you there's water Pokemon there. Maybe the other one's like a ground and you just have to vote. Uh, and then you go in that direction, you fight that Pokemon, a, a Gigantamax Pokemon. You beat that Pokemon, you have the chance to catch it. Um, if you, choose you want to keep it you switch to then using that one pokemon instead of the one you had to continue on so then you can sort of look ahead and be like okay so i'll go we'll try and go to the water pokemon i'll switch to that and then at the next choice we can take the ground pokemon whatever that ends up being and then my water one will hopefully be able to beat it by the time you get to the end of this uh dungeon thing you can choose one to either keep the, po- the last pokemon at the end or the one you was using through so it's sort of like a a spin instead of just fighting one gigantamax uh, pokemon so a little bit different um, but yeah, I'm enjoying that DLC as well. There's a bunch of uh, legendaries to catch and a bit more of a story and whatever else. Um, uh, adds another 100 Pokemon or whatever to the game. I think the total gets up to like 600 in the game out of the 800 total, 880 total um, of the game. After. So you're going for the 600, right? No, my the bet was a living dex of 400, not living dex of all the DLCs. I don't think a number was I mentioned. Don't. I don't think a fucking think number was mentioned. You said the living decks of all Pokemon you just said, available yes. in Sword and Shield. No. So. Yes, you fucking did. That's, no, 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 you 100% no. did. You didn't clarify there was no, this. There was no, there's not, the DLC is technically part of the game. No, no. It's part of the game. There was there was no mention of 400. Because no. if there was a mention of 400, <laughs> no. I would have been like, how many Pokemon do you already Listen, have? Listen, uh, I think we uh, just need to let the people decide. I think that's I a think fair, this fair is and fair way. This is you fucked. Know? I think you are... No. You're, 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 you're just like, I'm not even scared because I know this is the moment anyone goes back and listens is very clear on that podcast what my aim... It's not very clear. No yes, shot. Is. It is 100% clear. No shot. I said nope. originally I wanted to get 100% complete Galar region Pokedex. It's not the word well, you So use, that, but, this counts. They are gallery regions. No. Yeah, they, once they... Mm, no. I think we need to get some expert opinions in. You need to oh, Google gallery region Pokedex and, t- and tell me the number it says and what Pokemon is because that's what I'm fucking doing. <laughs> right? It's 400 out of 400, of which I've just completed the Pokedex of, and now I'm trying to get the living Pokedex for. Now, the DLC Pokemon don't even have numbers associated to them when you uh, open them up, the, the summary in your... In your uh, Pokemon, like, uh, 
like if you're battling with them, you open a summary or whatever, they don't even have numbers associated to them. Whereas the the main Pokedex in the game has a number associated to every Pokemon. All right, I'll give it to you. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. They're just extras. All right. Like, all right. I just look it up. I just looked it yeah. up. It's, yeah. it's okay that you're says weaseling so, I mean, this yeah. even more. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, what made you... Uh, I know last time I was talking to you, it was like, you were like, oh, I've always like maybe wanted to play it or whatever. Was it just like, oh, my, like, I'm really enjoying this game. Suddenly you had a weirdly. Like, and yeah, how, how much you played? How's it going? Uh, so I am, I think I'm up to 20 hours. What the fuck? <laughs> like, no, it was a lot. Like, I grabbed it last weekend. I, I know, but that's still, like, a lot more than it. I thought you would have played by now. To be like, like it was, but it's 20 hours, but, like, I'm only up to the third gym. Uh, so you're in the wild area just all day? Like, what are you doing? I've, like, been spending a lot of time just in the wild area. Yeah. Like, because I've done this thing, right, where... I, I and this is probably the main motivation I had for playing the game, and, and and I will say you inspired it. You have inspired it. That so my way of playing Pokemon since I was a little kid is not gotta catch them all. It's you just you gotta catch the one that you're given at the start. You make them really fucking strong, and you outlevel everything, and then you just win just by being stronger. I mean, and yeah, in theory, I've still done that. Yeah, my uh, reboot. Yeah. My reboot is still kind of insane. Like, he doesn't really give a fuck about anything. Just smashes through whatever I need to. But this time, I've decided I at least want to complete the Pokedex. I want to catch it. Oh, going for the complete Pokedex. I don't want to do a living Pokedex, because that sounds like a fucking crazy man stream. But I want to... Pokemon. You want so you want to get you want to get that you want to post that screenshot of a certificate like I did. Oh, on Twitter I mean, but it, yeah, I to me I didn't give a fuck about the certificate thing, but like yeah, it's something I've I've never done in a Pokemon game. I've never completed a Pokedex. That's all they ever give you. And they give you a certificate on the Game Boy games. They're like, here's yes, your certificate. Yeah, get your Game Boy and they printer. let you print it out. <laughs> you can print it with your Game Boy printer. Yeah, exactly. So no, I um I, I decided I was going to do it. So literally, I have just been catching fucking everything that I. Literally anything that comes up was really annoying at first that I worked out that in the wild area, it doesn't say it obviously enough that like stuff of a certain level you just can't catch yet. Um, but I mean, technically you can uh, catch anything. It's just like whether you're able to, and then if anything's above a certain it's, level, it's what level it is. You, Cause a lot of the Pokemon, if you go to the bigger ones, they're like, Oh no, this Pokemon's on their guard. You can't catch them. Okay. And it's like, Oh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, but no, I've, I've been doing that and I've been enjoying it. I will say uh, it's 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 a good thing I'm playing this as like in handheld mode while I'm generally doing something else. Like yeah, that's how I've been playing a lot because it's very watching the footy yeah. or critical role or something. Because Pokemon games are fucking hella bland on the story stuff. Like they are, they're very. You say light that. Wait till you meet the- Saucy, Saucius and uh, Shieldius, the two hair okay, motherfuckers. That's, yeah, I get that. <laughs> but like the the core, like the core. <laughs> The core gameplay is like, and it's just, I don't know. I don't love the writing. Your best mate is like. He calls you mate all the time, doesn't he? He calls you, he does yeah, call you mate all the yeah, time. But, but he is such like, it's like so obvious that you're just better than him in every single way. But <laughs> doesn't phase the kid. I'm waiting for it to phase the kid later, later down the line. Like and him, him be like, oh, you are better than me and have an uplifting moment or whatever. But like this little fucking twerp, he's just like. Mate, I don't even try when I fight you. I just, I just do like one move in a lot of the time, and then he's always like close battle. I'm like, have you even um, have you had the music on when you've done any of the gym battles? 
Uh, yes, the I've music that plays when you do the Jim Bells is a fucking banger. I will say, cool. Like I, I do. I like the. I like the uh, the thing about like I do actually like the the battles are pretty fun now. Um, in terms of graphically, they're actually interesting. They're not just you know two still images kind of doing different moves or. What was the last um, one you played before this, Jerkin? Uh, so I last one was either X and Y or Black and. Oh, you played yeah because I didn't play any of those so. Yeah. yeah, so I played X and Y. Yeah, X and Y was the last one I played. Um. So which those had upgraded, but they've never they haven't had like the the kind of the atmosphere, the the larger kind of um uh stadiums when you're doing the gym battles. Mm. Um yeah, it's it's they're good. It's a it's a good game. It's good to just chill and do while I'm doing other things. Um but at the same time it does when you play it you are like, fuck come on guys, like Please just it, like, and I think it, it shows that they're wanting to do that with how Arceus came out. Mm. That they're wanting to change how Pokemon games play, and, and I hope that continues. Yeah. Um. With the wild area, have you been playing mostly offline in there? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Because if you if you connect online, then you'll see other players like riding around on their bikes and shit like that. Oh, I've never done that, so I've never seen okay, that. So- okay. Okay. You press actually, Y. Actually, can I say, actually, yeah. fucking, sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, so you press Y, right you connect right. online, you can play in the wild area online, that's when you can, like, see people pop up asking you to, like, join their raids and invite other people, see people riding around on their bikes, stuff like that. However, you'll then straight away notice the big difference between riding around in the, the wild area where the frame rate seems to at least be consistent, and then when you go online, it just, like, is like, all right, let's just go to, like, half this, <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> which is like a, one of my God. big negatives to the game but still even then i'm like whatever like not the end of the world uh, what was you gonna say yeah no but uh i was gonna say my only annoying part is the little like notification shit that pops up in like the bottom left hand corner of like yeah so it's all you when if I... you're playing by yourself but if you're playing with online then it'll pop up and give you other players notifications at the same yes, time yes but yeah. even then i don't want it yeah i don't know if you can turn it off uh, to be honest and i don't think you can turn it off no. And especially when I'm catching lots of Pokemon, it's like just eternally stacked up with like three or four each time. So like quite often, especially if I was just fucking around while watching something else or like trying to like look for a certain Pokemon where I'm just like going in and out of the same bush over and over. I'm playing online because I would, if it pops up down the bottom there, like someone's looking like the symbol saying someone's looking for a raid battle. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'll jump in or try and jump in if it's not full or whatever. So I always like don't mind that being there. So I can be like, oh, someone wants a raid partner or whatever. Jump in. I will say I'm not a big fan of Dynamaxing. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm like, just sort of like, whatever. I'm just like, I feel like it's a, it's like a, it becomes a thing you have to do in the gym battles. Yeah, it's just mega evolutions, like, but different. So like, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It feels like, it's like, oh no, you need to do this in this gym battle. Yeah. But you always do it at the and same time, you, which is like the last Pokemon, which is what the gym leaders do. They just. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like, Pokemon. this is, yeah. Boring. Yeah. Um, yeah, there you go. That's interesting. I'll be, uh, you know, I don't want to say I fully believe in you, but I don't want to make any bets that you won't complete the Pokedex. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what? My original, my original thing was to like, if you were going to take ages to do your Pokedex, with like, or if you're distracted, it would be like turn up a pack and just be like, "Hey, my Pokedex is, is done." <laughs> so look at this, oh, bitch. Go for me. Uh, well, bitch, like I haven't done a living Pokedex, but I did the actual Pokedex, like. That's like uh, the other thing I've been doing. I know this isn't really a game thing, but I'll just mention because still Pokemon. Um, I'm like it's taken hours. I've just been doing it while like watching things or whatever. But um, 
organ like I uh, began like transferring in like one of X any spares in Sword and Shield and Pokemon Go, um, Pokemon to Pokemon Home, so I can like sort of have like try and like get a Pokedex um, collection going in that game. Um, but fuck, like transferring them all in and then like renaming all these boxes, so like each one's like you know Pokemon one to. So I think it's like 30 a box, so one to 30, but then doing that all the way up to like 800 or whatever. And then like having to manually move one Pokemon at a time to like where they are. It's hours and hours of work. I don't know why I'm doing it to myself, but uh, like I'm not wasting my time because it's not the only thing I'm doing. Like I'm doing it while watching other things. It's very like mindless, just moving things in boxes around. Like I can, I can, I can multitask that pretty easily, but I'm like, there was a point where I was doing it the other night and I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't know why, but I am fucking committed to this for some um, weird reason but yeah you'll at least have an easier task when you get to the stage where you're like oh, oh there's all these region exclusives from shield i need at least you know like i can help you out there so like i don't have shield yeah. but i've got the pokemon now so like <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> solve that problem all right wait do, wait no. if i do i ruin your living index by doing that though um no if I, i'll just breed you one. Oh. That's what I would do. I would just yeah, read you. I was waiting to get them all and be like, ha, yeah. you don't have a living Pokedex anymore. So like, that's how, I, <laughs> so that's how I got a lot of the exclusives anyway. All I did was, so like, say that I can't remember the Pokemon name, but like, there's like, you know how, like in all Pokemon games, there's like the equivalent in shield, like the shield. Yes. It's like, this game is this one. This one is this one, which is basically like a very equivalent looking Pokemon. So it's like, I just got the, the caught the, the sword version um bred a baby of it or it's not a baby but like a level one egg hatch the egg um then transferred that into go um to home sorry um put put it up as trade wanting the other one and then someone would trade you and you can see it's come from a uh, shield game which means they're just searching for the one i've got which is totally what that app and that services is made for like just to make um Trading like that easy. I didn't know. Apparently, they first had this service. It's called GTS in um, Sword and Shield. Uh, no, uh, X and Y, I think, apparently, is where they first introduced this service. Yes. Um, yeah. But now was. they've moved it off this. I mean, you can trade in-game, but it's just easier to mm-hmm. do it if you trade home because then you can just manually search for the Pokemon can- that you're asking for. So it's like sort of, mm. yeah. Another one is I don't... I'm yet to find a Galian version of an original Pokemon that I like. Like the Meowth is horrific. No, Farfetched, I have, um, I did very early into my playthrough. Um, I literally farmed up. So you have to catch the Farfetched and then to evolve it into Surfetched, you have to. I think it's like get it to do I have like a yeah. So I, I it's something very weird. Like Google it. It's like twenty critical strikes or something or some very weird thing. So you have to like. I think how I did it is I kept it where it has the uh, the like focus strike or whatever where it, like powers up for a turn and then like its next hit's guaranteed to be a critical strike or whatever. But it's some weird thing like that where it has to do like twenty critical strikes and then it'll evolve into surfetched. And surfetched, surfetched, I'm all about that shit. He has these giant fucking leak and shit. Yeah, I love that shit. Good, good, good shit. So there are some good Galarian, uh, Galarian around. Main topic. Let's talk about bowling, um, volleyball, football. It's called Nintendo Switch Sports. Welcome to Grandstand Gurus. Um, 
What a pull. Um, is that what actually is, it's actually called? Nintendo Switch Sports? Yeah, Nintendo Switch Sports. Okay, good bit. I was going to make it a the bit. Su- the successor to Wii Sports. Yeah, Wii Sports, which, which I keep I, calling it. Was it called Nintendo Wii Sports? No, it was just Wii nah, Sports. Right? It was just Wii Sports. Yeah. So so why don't they just call it Switch Sports, I guess? I have no idea. All I know is I keep calling this Nintendo Wii Sports. I'm <laughs> 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 uh, forgetting what that's actually. Anyway, me and Ash, we played some... Uh, Nintendo Switch Sports, um, which yes. came out this past Friday, of course, the successor to one of the greatest games, uh, selling games of all time, Wii Sports. Look, you can you can you you can get into <laughs> I don't know semantics. If you could call it. You can get into semantics all you like, but the fact is, that, I don't know if it is the highest. Well, I guess it technically because it came out with every single Nintendo Switch. So correct. Uh, you correct. can't have. I mean, Nintendo Wii. You can't have more game you couldn't have sold more copies of a nintendo game than no. you ca- have consoles i guess well yeah. i guess you could but it's I like 100 percent attach rate is what we're saying yeah i'm not sure if there were some limited editions <laughs> that didn't have it or you know secondhand consoles and you know sorts of stuff yeah. like that but everyone played wii sports or if, if they had a, a wii obviously everyone dabbled in some wii sports nintendo yeah. switch sports is the successor to that very much just built upon the uh, foundation of that game. It is aimed at fans of that game. I don't feel like it's trying to do anything uh, particularly mind blowing. Mind blowing. It's just Innovative. like yeah. Let's take Wii Sports. Let's you know update it a little bit, make it look a little bit better. You can use your Mii's if you want. There's some characters customization stuff like that. Here's some games. Have fun. It's got online now, which is how I was able to play. I feel like, and that's the thing I'll say at the gate. You know. We put a couple hours in. I don't know if you've put some more time in since we played. No. No, neither. <laughs> I haven't had time. Been at work. Um, but the the couple hours we played online, that's the the major factor here. This game has online. If this game didn't have online, would be uh, would I have been as excited for it? Probably not. I would have brought it. I probably would have mucked around a little bit. But I don't do RL friends, you know? I don't have those. Not going to be his. <laughs> not going to be a huge success for me. You know what I mean? Like, if this game wasn't online, do you reckon you would have got it? Uh, maybe because you know my little brother would probably play it. You've got family, fair enough. I have family that I like. Yeah, yeah. Mine are all dead. No, they're not. I don't know why I said that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um, yeah. I uh, yeah. I probably would have played some by myself, but I definitely feel like online is uh, yeah the the game changer here. So what do we got off the top of my head? Let's list off the the games because it couldn't be all the opening. I think we got bowling, we, we got do. foosball, which uh, we'll come back to because it's one of the, the biggest changes here, or one of the most innovative, I guess, for this game. Well, yeah, we got badminton, we got yes. tennis, yes, we've got fencing that's called something else that's not fencing, champa Carbro or something like that. Yep, sword fighting. Yes, and we've got what am I missing? Volleyball. 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 They're the six games in here at yes. the start. Ash, how's your experience when we was playing? So to, we, we played a little bit by ourselves and then a little bit after, but the majority of we, yes. our time we played the other night was uh, Buddy Watson, Radio Watson, subscribe to his podcast. Uh, check out his twitch.tv slash Buddy Watson, I think. Um, <clears throat> I hope. Check the show notes below. Check the, yeah. I, I mean, if it's not that, come on, get, come on. Fire the other guy who got that challenge. Come um, he, Buddy <laughs> was streaming. We jumped in, uh, played, some, played games with him. 
we played a little bit of everything, did the rounds. Now, we primarily played only the same three games because, uh, and Drew was also there. Drew from the House of Mario, shout outs. Go subscribe. Probably less of them. They'll probably have a better in depth discussion about this. Probably. But. Probably. They do Nintendo. <laughs> we do everything. Everything not great, but more. Um, the. <laughs> <laughs> um the yeah so we could only play the three games that let you play with uh more people and there's a bunch of games that only let you play as, there's two people so we but we yeah. played some before we played some afterwards so i could get a hand but yeah from how was your overall thoughts experience from uh nintendo switch sports overnight it, it has a very nostalgic feeling it feels like playing wii sports again uh especially things like bowling and tennis it feels almost identical except you know it does it not 100 percent the same maybe it's just you know muscle memory and that kind of stuff but um yeah i quite enjoyed it i think you know there's all it, it it's exactly what i wanted it to be you know a fun opportunity to play sports games with the uh the joy cons with the gyroscopes and that kind of stuff so uh yeah i think i think it's a pretty solid product and it, shocking that it's taken five years into nintendo switch's life cycle for them to to put it Do out it? Yeah, yeah uh what was your favorite game probably football that is surprisingly fun this football version is pretty much rocket league but with like me avatars yeah. now i was really exp- <laughs> i was really surprised jumping into this how it actually played so you want to try and explain how this actually plays because the majority of the games are stationary i guess this game is both joy cons and the analog sticks and buttons you know like it's mm. it's, it's everything i don't know how would you, do you reckon you could explain <laughs> you love football he's, he's playing the Soccer? football yeah <laughs> uh okay so you just obviously you're doing your swiping to up and down left and right that's to kick in certain directions uh you can also got a dash button uh, and then you also have the option to like do passes if you hold down the right, <laughs> right, yeah, Z, yeah, uh, and you know basic jump and that kind of stuff. And also you can do like a diving header, which is more powerful than the the a kick. So you know for clearing that would be a great option to like do a diving header, but you also run the risk of missing the ball if you do that. You know? oh. That kind of stuff. Lots of it definitely plays a lot like Rocket League, where you've also got your your other joy your other analog stick you, or joystick. You can like move the camera so you can see where the other players are and where the ball's potentially going and that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think yeah, it is a family friendly version of Rocket League, a game that is very family friendly. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised at how good this was considering it's uh, like because we jumped in and i was like how do we actually play this like you just oh i'm actually controlling the character and i can move the camera around and i can um yeah kick in any direction you want and um there there isn't the aerialness of rocket league no well that would but you're playing as a human character would be yeah (laughs) but i mean if the ball goes flying over your head there's nothing no 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 there's nothing there's really nothing you can do (laughs) so you gotta gotta have a defense you gotta have the defense on None of those yeah. AI characters are staying back to play defense. Yeah, the, yeah. That was a, the only thing I was sort of annoyed about was that I couldn't do old CPU versus AI and just put on hard AI. AI. Um, I had to at least put one player, one of our, uh, the four of us, assigned to the opposite team for to let me start the game. So I was like, why? Why can't all of us be on the same team? You know, four v four AI versus us, just mm. for fun. I don't know, a bit weird. I'm like, I don't know why they restrict restricted that. Um, yeah. 
bit weird. There's a bunch of weird things like that, though. Um, like, obviously, you know, there's a there's a global online mode in which you earn a lot of perks and, like, mm. uh, gain experience and able to level up your characters. If you're playing against your friends in, like, a party room, you don't get anything. So the only way to earn that experience is to play against randoms on the internet. Yeah. And I don't think you get you can't even like party up with your mates to play in the same night, room so. you could, but just not online, which is the thing, yeah. Yeah. You can't even do like yeah, one friend and play online sort of thing. You're automatically locked out. You could do it locally, I believe. Because unless you go into yeah, that yeah, mode with you, two if, players. Yeah, if you play locally, you can still do but it. But then online. you're like yeah. Yeah. Um the that was the one thing. So a bunch of reviews dropped uh, Thursday or whenever it was early Thursday morning, I think maybe like yeah. midnight ish or something. Um, but the, a lot of the people weren't giving it scores cause they, uh, people who had, uh, review codes didn't have access to the online portion and pit, some people were dropping review call, uh, co- uh, scores, sorry. And this was leading to some, you know, discussion on the tweets and stuff like that. I definitely feel like looking at this game, this game without online, I don't know how you could m- personally sort of give any view. Like, I mean, the games don't change. It's just like, I guess, but having played, so all of us playing together definitely enhances the game. That's a true experience. So you yeah. could at least get that if you have other friends to play with. Sure, I'll give you a pass if you actually got the chance to play with other people. If you're just playing single player, I just, I just like against AI. You're not, you're not getting the true, you're not getting the true experience. And then also a big part of this game is definitely those unlocks. So when you do play online versus randoms at the end of the game, depending on, you know, obviously your position, mm-hmm. if you're first or last or whatever, you do get experience points and you'll level up your character. And, um, it's got like two packs currently of, um, gear. So there's like a basic pack and there's a cuteness pack. And when you pick one of those, once you like level up or whatever, it randomly, uh, you get an, uh, an item that you can see on screen. Like yep. it's, uh, from one of those packs and these packs, I can't remember off the top of my head, but they're like, Oh, this, yeah, this pack's expiring in 30 days. So presumably then they're going to rotate in some less. more rewards. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it pro- I think I it, feel was like it was like 19. Yeah. 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 And then they're going to rotate in, I guess, two more packs uh, of stuff. Mm. Now it's not just cosmetics, although that's a uh, primary, a lot of it, I guess, you know, like different yep. shirts and stuff like that to change the character up, but also you can get different bowls and, um, tennis rackets and you know like it's basically everything in the game that your character would use or wear is the yep. sort of stuff you can unlock so for a people who want you know some sort of progression more than just playing the game there it seems mm-hmm. like there's you know if they're going to change out these things every so often and stuff to chase to customize your character and then something i haven't tried out and i don't actually know if it's even live in the game yet but that pro mode thing um so there is like a ranked league thing that the yeah. this game has that the I have not. Yeah, I, no, I don't know if I've seen it. You have to win several times yeah, in a row to get invited to get into it. So Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. haven't been winning that many no, times. No, I didn't so. know if it was like on the screen and it's like blanked out but I definitely didn't say no, it. I like think it, it probably just unlocks side issue. Yeah, okay. So yeah, this game's got that as well for people who want to get like pro at any of the stuff it's like mm. you can get invited to this like special ranked league thing which i presume has its own rewards i don't actually remember but um either way it's got bragging rights that's for sure um yeah. so there's a lot here like the game weirdly for nintendo seems heavily built around the online modes less so than of course the original wii sports was built around the lounge room you know yeah and yeah nintendo is coming i know usually make fun of them for how far behind they are usually with online stuff and whatever else but a lot of the games more recently 
online functions. And most of them all been working pretty great, I think. I don't feel like, like you could complain about some stuff. Like I remember, like I liked Mario Party, that last one. What was that? Superstars, right? No. Allstars, yeah. Whatever it's called. Allstars, uh, something stars. Stars. The one that was like the old, um, some old courses. and The you know, best of. The best of, yeah. Um, if I'd played that by myself, I would have played it and been like, nah, it's not as much fun without old people. That I had online, and I think I talked about on here, like playing online and even with, like the same as this game, you have the option of doing like just little emoji reactions, you know, sad face, happy face, mm. laughing yeah. face, stuff like that. It had the same thing in that game. But even just that little player interactivity, um, knowing you're playing against real people, definitely livens up the um, the game. And I feel like that's the same here. Obviously, if we're like you and I were on a Discord call, um, just together. Um, so even if you jump on a Discord call and play these games together, that's going to change it all up. You can jump on I the Nintendo. You could try yeah. using Nintendo Switch app. You can try know. and use the Nintendo Switch app, which um, I did jump into quickly just to see how like quickly. I it don't syncs. even have it installed, so okay. that's why it was. <laughs> I was like, I jumped in just to see how quickly it would like be like you're in a game. Like how quickly I was wondering, and it seemed it was pretty fast. It's like I turn, I open the app. You're in a game. Do you want to join a voice channel? Yes, cool. You know, like, so I, I don't know. We never actually used it, but at least joining mm. it seemed fast. And that's the first time I've, I would have ever tried. But, um, yeah, I would say bowling is my favorite because that's just simple, classic Wii Sports fun. And nothing much has changed here. It's just the exact same no. uh, thing. They do have this other mode now where they add um, obstacles and obstacles, moving yeah. courses and stuff like that, which I thought was pretty cool. Like, it definitely added, um, you know. Different dimension. Yeah. Like you, had to, you couldn't just do the same roll no yeah every single time yeah i just switch things up i couldn't play bowling for ages because i definitely just do the same role or like there's and there's no i mean that's no different to real life bowling i guess like yeah i just gotta i gotta find the sweet spot for how to spin the ball to you know into the into mm. the pins the right amount I don't know what, I, 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 i'm very much a like like i'm like dead center you know, like, well, not dead center, but, you know, just off to the side or whatever, you know, try and try and hit it. But I, I just skid that sucker down with, uh, like, the bare mouth spin, right? I watched Buddy do it, like, on, when he heard on the stream. Oh, yeah. And he's doing these weird, like, He's, angled, like, the, as close to the gutter as possible. Yeah, as close to the gutter, like, spin it in. And I'm like, is this for bragging rights or is this, like, his technique? Because, like, it's going to pretty, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it is because you've got to hit the pin at a certain angle and yeah. then you'll be able to get all of them potentially. Yeah, but I'm like, is he doing it that way because he finds it easier to do it that way or just because yeah. it looks cooler? I mean, probably both. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the best I got in that post on Twitter was I got four strikes in a row and I was like, oh, that was, that was pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> pretty cool. The one but was- in the online mode, I think the thing is, you know, there's such a delay between mm. bowls so you can't get the rhythm right. So it yeah, makes yeah. it a little bit more difficult. Yeah, you can't go. Oh, I'll do it exactly the same way because you know the time in between. Yeah, gotta watch other people and load and whatever. You're away from it's like ah, oh, sucker. Bullshit. Seven ten split. Um, the game I was worst at though, volleyball. Yeah, volleyball. I like volleyball. Yeah. Volleyball's Ash. Ash is a blocking god in volleyball. Um, the thing I, mean, I was bad at is the just the timing. Just <laughs> for the is it the spike spiking spiking. Yes. My timing on that spike, boy, God, I don't know. Like, I, can, I can, <laughs> not the greatest. I'll, I mean, I'll, it's it's not that complex, really. It's it is kind of like a uh, a co op kind of thing where you have to, yeah, yeah. One person will receive, then the, the next person will set up to the next the other person to 
do a, a up jump motion and then a spike motion. You know, so it's not that complicated. It's just you know, getting the timing right. Mm. But when we had those back and forth volleys, and then you'd be like, "Where the fuck? Someone's going to hit the ball." You know, and I'm playing the character at the back, you know, on guard or whatever. Receiving. You're receiving or whatever, yeah. And it's like smack. Like you'd block, block, you know, like hit, block, hit, block. And you'd be like, fuck, where's it going to come? And then next (laughs) second you'd, I don't know, like it would come, you'd swear you'd like react as fast as you could and just couldn't, yeah, couldn't quite um, like get in there in time. So that's sort of always annoying. Um, I think it was, that. yeah, that was a good one and, you know, a bit of a difference to the other two net games, which are kind of similar. Yeah. Tennis. Uh, tennis does feel, I guess, different enough to badminton, but it's still just very similar to the point that I'm like. It's I very wish, similar. I wish this was the, yeah, something just else. The, yeah. I think badminton's interesting because obviously it is the new one. Mm. Uh, and like the back and forth is the, the timing is a little bit different and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it feels like the where you have the racket feels like it has more importance. Mm. Whereas the tennis is just swing and hope. I mean, ten- t- tennis, I think you realize pretty fast. You got to be aiming a bit better with that. Cause the amount of times you were hitting that. Out but it's of also bounds. a timing <laughs> thing. I feel like it. Yeah. Well. It's, it's yeah. both, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they got all the yeah. rules there too. Cause even one time you just got caught out. Cause it was like a double bounce and yeah, it's like, no, get fucked. We're hardcore tennis game. We got all the rules here. We yeah. Got no, no playing around. Um, I would say my least. So then you can't play four people tennis. No, yeah, yeah, and I think that's dumb. Why isn't there like you, you control both characters? Why can't why couldn't one of those be another player? That's yeah. Just one weird. person stays at the net. One person stays yeah, back. That seems yeah, weird. I don't know why. And you just pick that in the selection. Like this person's the the front. Like you know what I mean. Like well, done. it just swaps around all yeah, the time yeah. between um, rounds. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, worst game: sword fighting. Yeah, it's a, it's fine. Yeah. yeah like- it's exactly the same as it was in Bleed Sports. Oh. They've added extra swords, like you do twin swords and mm-hmm. other stuff. But yeah. You build up like a ch- ch- charge like, meter attack thing. You just swing and hope for the best. Most, <laughs> I'm sure there's more strategy to it and that kind of thing, but yeah, it's, yeah. It's, that's the one I'm probably going to play the least. Yeah, that's the one I'm like, whatever. I don't, I don't care for this shit. Uh, the rest were good, though. The rest were good. And yeah. obviously golf is on the way. I don't know if there's actually a release date for that, but sometime soon, I think, is the general... No. Gist, gist of that one um yeah king play some more yeah it's good it's, interesting. it's definitely the time hopefully of g- you know with the addition of golf in the future that could leave the door open for yeah uh, I, I was saying the other night when we was playing apex with uh with buddy uh that like prior to playing this obviously like before release um that i just think that they're going to yeah, expansion pass it. I think they'll they'll put a bunch of more courses in the future. Mm. They'll release expansion pass. Uh, uh, yeah, expansion in this game. They'll be part of the expansion Nintendo Switch Online expansion pass thing. Which, like, given that they just and we didn't talk about it on this episode because I was like, I don't think anyone cares but me. But they added the um, Octo expansion for Splatoon two to the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pass now. So much like how I th- theorized when they originally announced it, I was like. Mm. Wouldn't it be cool one, like, they'll go back and add some stuff and, you know, make this. So I think Nintendo, they're not trying to fight Game Pass, but their answer or their equivalent to the Nintendo fan base is becoming this expansion pass thing where they're going to build upon the value of that and the reason to 
uh, up your subscription from your Nintendo Online subscription to the Expansion Pass subscription. And it, all if you use at least two of those things on that, I think it kind of pays for itself at this point. You just need like two. Because I think the the price difference by the time you're looking at like a $35, $40 expansion between um, some of these things that are available, it's like by the time you got two of those things ticked off, it's it's paid for itself. And then any anything extra on that that you try out is... Just a bonus. So I think that's where they yep. would definitely put some more games. I don't know how many. I think three or four for it. Yeah. Like after golf would probably be enough. I think in my mind, three or four more well, games. Yeah. I'd imagine they bring back boxing. That's a pretty simple one to bring back. Maybe something basic like, I don't know. Uh, what did they have in sports resort? I no. never played that. So I actually don't know. That's Because that yeah. you had to get the motion plus, right? And that came with it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I yeah. never. I never dove into the. I never seen. I was going to say the re- the reason Club. like playing this the reason I think a lot of the games feel so much better is because I never got a motion plus, which obviously made the switch feel. So baseball was the other one. Baseball, uh, that's right. I baseball in the original was the other one. Uh, in the Wii Sports had sword play, wakeboarding, frisbee, disc golf, archery, basketball, table tennis, power cruising. The fuck is that? <laughs> um, and cycling. Yeah, oh, a bunch of those sort of ones you could like chuck in. I know they're adding golf, but fuck, I would love some disc golf. I yeah. I remember um the I can't remember what the game is called, but the sports champions, right? Uh, PS Move, that one. Mm. Um, I went ham on disc golf for that. That was the one I loved the most. Makes sense. You got golf, so like you just mm. need to do the same courses, right? I mean, you can use the same courses. You just change the yeah. holes to. Baskets the, with the chain baskets. Yeah, you or just change the golf clubs to arms. I don't know. Arms. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a different game. Um, yeah. So I, I, I mean, they can do two expansions. It's, we're not ruling out. Yeah. I mean, you know, just chuck in all the games that you've already made for the Olympic games that you've been debating. <laughs> I'm sure it wouldn't be that hard to translate it over. It's weird though because, like, this has football in it, but Mario yeah. Strikers is about to come out. And the next game they're adding is golf, and they just released golf. They've already golf. So you would have yeah. thought that they kind of kept those two off to the side and released them further down the track to separate them and had them no. those two games be different, like maybe basketball and something These else. These are a lot more casual, like even guess, more yeah. casual than those games. Yeah, yeah. It's not to say that Strikers is, like, that's the thing. Strikers is definitely nothing like playing football on this, and um, yep. Mario Golf is nothing like playing golf on this. But, yeah, it's just the, like, people being like, what? Anyway, came for strikers as well. So that's also, pro tip: if you have not played the game yet, you're about to play through the online mode first because they have tutorials for each of the sports. Nah, just jump in. You got it. Nah. If you've ever played any game, these games in real life, you don't need this, to play Especially if you're about to play other people, you'll get the advantage and like you'll know how to play these other sports. No, they've already got all the advantages. The game's been out <laughs> a weekend by now. Everyone's everyone's up. Too bad. You're in the noob squad. No. Can't make it. It's already pros. Esports. Nintendo Switch Sports. Esports. It's coming at you. They'll do it. This week's episode of Arcade Couch. Let us know any comments, questions, concerns you have. Um, if you're also being inspired to go play a Pokemon game that released several years ago, like uh, we all have, because <laughs> we spent so much time there discussing. Except for Ashley. <laughs> Ashley's like yeah, too cool. Ashley's too cool for school. Uh, <laughs> find us all on Twitter. Spudgenet.com slash Twitter. 
explosionnetwork.com slash discord takes you to our discord and if you liked this episode and thought it was worth a dollar head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support to drop as little as a dollar for the website for the podcast keep the lights and web services running and until next week same time same couch bye